0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Date Me or Hate Me, a podcast all about dating. So I guess it's time to update you guys on what's been going on with me. So as I mentioned in the previous episode, I am off the market, wifed up, booed up. I have a man's, whatever you want to call it. And... It's been going amazingly well. I'm very happy. Um, And some big changes are happening. Nothing like too crazy. So don't get too worried. But it's just, I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of weird. It's very weird in a good way. Um, and obviously he will have his own episode one day and the podcast could eventually kind of shift gears. Of course, I know it's date me or hate me. I still have plenty of dating stories. I still want to bring on people to talk about their dating experiences, things like that. But you know, you can't date forever. I mean, you can. But I think most people deep down really want a genuine relationship, a loving relationship. They want to have a partner in life and be happy. And you can definitely be happy on your own. You can definitely be happy by yourself. Don't get me wrong. But most people want to have a relationship with someone else and be with someone even if it's not necessarily like getting married or you know making it official like that it's nice having someone there in your corner that you can count on who cares about you and you care about them and things like that so like I said I'm sure there'll be a little bit of adjusting here but Nothing, you know, too crazy. It's kind of like sex in the city when, you know, Carrie wasn't dating anymore. She kind of switched gears. Like I said, that's not going to happen for a while because I still have plenty of stories for you guys and still want to have that dating aspect because it is important. It's how you get to the relationship status. You can't go straight from meeting on the first date. Now you're in a relationship. Sure, it happens, but most people want to go on a few dates before (laughs) they, you know, get into a relationship. So just a little update on that, like I always do in the beginning, but I just don't want you guys to think that because I'm in a relationship now that things will be different because it won't. It's still me, still me with all my stories and, you know. Like I said, there's plenty more to go. I am very interested in hearing your guys' experiences and having people on talking about their experiences and different things like that. I'm also potentially trying to get into the YouTube area. So we'll see how that goes too. I have upgraded from sitting in my closet, so at least you guys wouldn't have to, you know, watch me sit in my closet (laughs) and record the podcast. So there's a silver lining on that. But anyway, I gave you my update on me still not drinking after the whole Valentine's day thing and the breaking of the legs and all that good stuff. You know, I haven't really missed drinking. I don't miss like going out and drinking. Don't get me wrong. I still like to go out and have fun, do fun things, but not really missing the alcohol, honestly. It's never really been my thing. And I think I've mentioned before in other, you know, episodes that I really used to hate going out for drinks on the first date because it just wasn't my my thing. Not into it, but I know it kind of helps people loosen up and, you know, makes it easier to talk and things like that. So I do get it from a guy's perspective, but I don't. Really like it. I'd much prefer food <laughs> than alcohol, but that's just me. Anyway, before I ramble on for like 10 minutes just on the intro, let's hop into this week's topic, which is toxic masculinity. I'm very excited about this. So I want to start by saying I am fully aware that there is toxic femininity as well as toxic masculinity. Um, but as a female, most of the time I'm dealing with the toxic masculinity coming at me. Do I think that I can have toxic feminine qualities sometimes a hundred percent? Do I think even the, you know, best guy out there can have some like, not so great characteristics and qualities a hundred percent. So like, This is not to say, like, I guess that, you know, I know nobody's perfect, but it's the, like, severe cases is what we're going to be talking about. Like, everybody has their own things that they need to work on within themselves, whether they believe that or not. But I'm talking about, in this episode, the, like, extreme extremes of this not like you know just an occasional thing but like the people who really like their whole persona is just like this toxic masculine persona so I don't want it to be confused with you know if you know all oh, I have like this you know, thing that I do. I know it's not the best, but no, this is like the extreme version. Um, And I mean, if you do have like one or two of these things anyway, as well, like maybe this will bring it to your attention, things like that. Um, I try to make a list of things when it comes to toxic masculinity that I really want to hit on. So I might miss some, and I'll have to make like another list and do another episode on it, like a, you know, 2.0 or part two or addition to this. But yeah, I just wanted to talk about it, too, because it'll make a little bit more sense when the episode comes out where I can explain a lot of this stuff. But regardless, like on social media and, you know, the internet, you just see examples of this. And I've seen it so much lately that I just feel like I need to talk about it. Like I need to get my my thoughts and everything out there. I just want to put my two cents in. And if you listen to this podcast, that's basically what it is. It's my two cents. So, and hopefully you can take something away from this. That's obviously... My goal with every episode is for it to somehow help somebody in some way. So I'm not like, I don't want to tear men down. I don't think it's all men, you know, with anything, especially things going on besides what I'm talking about. You know, I think it's important for us women to really, really realize it's not all men. It's more men than I think people realize, but it's not all men. And same with this kind of like toxic masculinity, it's not all men and it's men shouldn't be categorized like that. And like I mentioned in the beginning of this segment too, females can be just as toxic and have just as toxic of characteristics and actions and things like that than the toxic males can have. Like it's exactly the same. So. I'm not like sitting here trying to tear men down. If anything, I am trying to give men a perspective from a female on these things that they do because a lot of it pertains to dating too. I think a lot of the toxic masculinity ties in with dating and same with, you know, the toxic femininity as well. Like those things pour over into your relationships And cause these kind of like strifes. So that's how I feel about that. So in the next kind of segment, I'll be talking about the key things that I want to talk about. But I did just want to give this kind of like disclaimer that I don't think all men are like this. I don't think a lot of men are like this, but I have just been seeing a lot of this type of stuff on social media. And especially if you follow like the podcast Instagram and my Instagram I know there was like an instance not that long ago where this guy was just like saying all this crazy stuff like basically talking to himself and I know a few of you guys like stepped in to you know say how you felt too and I appreciate that so much like that is so kind And eventually I did have to block him just because he was starting to come after like you guys. Like, I don't care what he has to say about me because I knew everything that he was saying was literally being pulled out of his rear end. So it didn't make any difference in my mind. Like it did not affect me. He was literally wasting his typing skills. I can't really say breath because he wasn't talking, but he was just wasting his time trying to come at me. But like when he was trying to come at you guys, because you, also reached out to him and was like, hey, like, what are you even saying? And then he was trying to, like, come at you guys. That I don't tolerate. So I did block him because you can pick on me, but you can't pick on my my people. So, yeah, just, like, things like that. Like, that, I guess, kind of, like, sparked this whole idea in me. And then just seeing more and more stuff like this, I'm just like, okay, I want to talk about this. And I want to know what other people feel about it and I'm curious to see how you guys feel about my perspective on it. So let's jump in. Okay. So I already tried to start this one time and I got so like snowballed that I had to restart. So here we are again, I got my notes all pulled up, but what I really want to start with and where a lot of this stemmed from is, you know, like I just talked about that guy that kind of was just like going off saying all this crazy stuff. So I know a very little amount about the like guy dating community or like coaches and whatever. But I know that there is these pills that are different colors that they classify themselves as. And to me that just alone blows my mind. And I guess I could do a whole episode on, you know, that aspect But I do think it ties into this toxic masculinity. Like, I mean, they have created this whole pill system thing, like classification to describe how they are when it comes to dating women. And again, I'm not an expert on like what these pills mean. I could not tell you what each color meant. Um, But the fact that they have this system that, describes how they are when they're dating women. Again, blows my mind because men like this, I feel like a lot of this like toxic masculinity men, they like to use like females. Like they're so quick to be like, Oh, you're acting like a girl as a insult. However, as a woman, You do not see me or any other woman for that matter being like, yeah, I'm a pink pill. You know what that means? Like I treat guys like this or like, you know, like, yeah, I classify as a rainbow pill because, um, you know, this, this and that and that. And I don't talk to anybody who's like a green pill. Like, no, like, again, this is a dramatization, I guess, maybe, but not really, because I've also seen some of the like videos and discussions from people in this community. So that blows my mind. It blows my mind that they do something that not even females do. And they're using, you know, you're acting like a girl as an insult. When we don't even take dating to this extreme that men do. Like dating, talking about dating, dating, coaching, things like that. The more I am here and learning and realizing is like men need to be coached in dating. And I get that they are usually the ones doing a lot of the work in dating. Like women expect them to plan all this stuff. They expect them to do all these things. So I can kind of get that. I mean, it's hard for me as a woman who, you know, doesn't really follow these gender roles. I mean, I'm a feminine person, but I'm not like I'm, if I want to hang out with you, I will initiate hanging out with you. I'm not going to wait around for you to do it and plan it and whatever. Like, let's just figure it out. But I do realize that a lot of women out there are not like me and they do want a guy to plan everything and, you know, do these things and whatever. So I do get the point of it. However, back to my main core thing here is that in dating, men need to be coached along the way. Women just want like a therapy vent session. Like, yeah, I have a few girlfriends who like come to me and ask for advice and they tell me their story and they want to know what I think about it. But a lot of times it's just like, two girls talking or however many girls talking and just kind of like throwing out ideas and things like that. Like, don't get me wrong. There can definitely be some strategy behind it just like with men, but it's never like, Oh yeah, girl, you should really like think about switching over to the pink pill method. Like what? That is just like, that's just weird to me. Like, (sighs) I get it, but again, I don't, (laughs) so uh, that is a huge thing for me, and I think it makes, it makes, it can make the environment more toxic. I don't think it makes it toxic automatically, but, like, the guy who was commenting on my, um, Post and saying all those crazy things one he doesn't know me at all whatsoever never met the guy never followed him on social media have no idea where he came from I mean obviously he came from my podcast he found it somehow and was upset about the things that I was saying however I hope he doesn't listen to this one because he's gonna be really butthurt Because the things he was saying and implying about me, somebody he's never met, somebody who wasn't even implying the things that he was saying I was implying, like he obviously didn't really listen to the podcast. He probably just saw a few of the posts that I was like, you know, sharing and commenting on and assumed that I was this way. But, you know, you know what they say about assuming. But anyway, his actions were also like, in line with one of those like pill things I again I don't know which one but there's this one group of guys that like they have these like strong feelings towards women like they genuinely don't like women I guess like that Area, I would say, is probably more for the single guys who enjoy being single and don't want to interact with women because the things he was saying would not make any woman want to go on a date with him. But so I think as I'm even just saying all this stuff, it's got to be confusing for guys. Like you're hearing all these extremes. You're hearing, you know, like – men who basically hate women and then like you have the quote simping which like I think that has also caused a lot of guys who would do nice things to kind of go towards this like toxic masculinity type of behavior like type of things I feel like that now I don't think every single guy who was doing nice things is like oh I don't want to be a simp let me go be you know this person over here and like, you know, totally destroy women. I don't think that's how it is. But I do think, you know, men are afraid to be viewed as weak. So they would much rather be viewed as this like manly guy. But a lot of times they take it to this extreme where you're not, you're not even being manly. You're just being a jerk you're being a bonafide jerk. And that's not a way to get women to like you either. So, you know, that is that. Like that is all I will say on the whole like pill thing and things like that. I get that the men dating world is a little different. I know a lot of guys listen to my podcast. So again, I'm curious to see how they feel about this. And I think it can be beneficial to guys to hear this side of like this point of view from a woman, even if you don't like listen really and do anything with what I have to say, just like hearing it out and seeing from my side, like even if you don't agree with something, it's always beneficial to hear someone else's side of something. It opens your eyes. Even if you don't, agree still with what they have to say, you are now gathering more information and you have more, you know, data to make your own decision and to possibly change your mind or, you know, further solidify how you feel about it. So again, I think it's just beneficial to hear a woman's point of view when it comes to this kind of stuff. I don't think it is like 100 percent going to change anybody's mind or do anything crazy. I mean, I do think people should take dating advice from both sides of the coin, not just one. Um, And again, everyone is different. So it's not to say that what I'm saying is going to work for you or whatever. But again, I think it's beneficial. I don't think it hurts. So let's get into the next point that I want to get into. So in this like toxic masculine field force field women are this sort of like status symbol for men and that's not to say that like it's not the same for women but I feel like you see it more so in the like community of men so for like a handful of girls that I know maybe two of them will have a significant other that like I look at and I'm like, wow, he is just the total package. Got it together. Blah, 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 blah. Granted, I feel like any guy that my friends choose to be with is obviously a great guy because they wouldn't choose to be with them. But You know, a lot of that is subjective. Like, I'm not necessarily going to think that my friend's boyfriend is the hottest guy ever. And people have talked about it before. Like, looks don't matter as much to women. Like, let's be real here. They don't. I, on the other hand, have blatantly, like, said that I... And probably one of the most shallow girls that I know of. Not the most, but maybe close. I have always been somewhat shallow. I have gotten better because looks aren't everything. I know that. I know that to my core. But I like things that are aesthetically pleasing. And so (laughs) I would like my mans to be that as well. But so I'm not saying that, you know, Men using women as this like status symbol, like, look how hot my girl is is a bad thing. However, they take it to a level where you you're being put on this pedestal by other men. Women are. And you're being torn apart by these men as well. So like, even if my friend says dating, this guy that I think is literally, a toad like at no point and I am I like going to trash talk him with my friend who he's dating and or any other people like I'm not gonna be like look at his nose his hairlines receding blah 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 like we don't sit around and do that whereas guys are like you know oh let me see you know what does your girlfriend look like? Like mine looks like this. And then they like show a picture and they'll be like, oh, well, like she's a six. And then, you know, they'll be like, well, let me see your girlfriend. And then like you show a picture and they're like, oh, well, she's also like a 5.5. And it's like, why, why are you using your women to like one up each other? Like when a guy walks down the street Other guys will look at the girl he's with and, like, I mean, again, I'm not a guy, but I'm sure they're, like, judging in their head, like, oh, like, look at that hot girl he's got. Like, he's probably so successful and, like, blah, 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 blah. There's got to be, like, something about him to get a hot girl like that. Meanwhile, like, guys will even judge, say, the same situation, like, an ugly guy with a really hot girl and be like... What does he have that I don't have? Like, how can he get a girl like that? Like they just, women's looks, and I know men are visual creatures, so I'm fully aware of this. However, looks mean so much more to men than it does to women. And I mean, this is obvious because yes, some women get surgeries and procedures done and things like that to look good for themselves. But a lot of the people doing those things are doing them out of their insecurities that stem from how people react to them. And a lot of times it's guys. I mean, I I have always felt this way. I'm all for, you know, doing whatever you want to do, but I'm more for Embracing who you are and loving that part like of who you already are, accepting your flaws, owning them, just owning who you are because the right person will come along and love all those things, all the things that you find as flaws or something wrong with you. Someone will come along and like those things and might even like you more because you're not doing anything all these things to alter yourself. You're owning who you are. You're genuinely you. And like I said, if you want to go get a procedure done, that is your life. You do what you want to do. However, I feel like a lot of that is just feeding into this idea that men are using women as this like status symbol. Like look how hot my girlfriend is. Like she has these, you know, implants and you know, the lip fillers and things like that. And like that goes along with society's standard of beauty these days. And so men are maybe unconsciously going along with these things as well. Don't get me wrong. You do get the guys who appreciate natural whatever, but you know, a lot of times, What guys are going to be like, wow, he has a hot girlfriend. It's the girl who's, you know, all dolled up in every which way, surgically, like, hair done, makeup on, latest clothes, high heels, yada, yada. Like, they're just using the women in their lives as this sort of, like, status symbol for them or, like, to show that they – are successful and every aspect of their life. So that I feel like goes along with the toxic masculinity and kind of like on the same page as that of that is, you know, men also seeing the amount of women that they can get as this like status symbol for them. Like, Oh, you know, like I go out and like five girls come up to me or, you know, I go out and talk to 10 girls and, all of them, but like one will give me their number. Like I could get any girl I wanted, yada, yada. And like at the end of the day, men cannot get any girl they want. (laughs) They will try to tell you they can. And they will try with all these, you know, tips and tricks from these dating coaches. Like, oh, well you gotta like do this, say this to her. And I've even given you some tips that I think works on like the dating app episode that we've already had. But yeah, it's just to men, women's looks and how many women they can get is what they feel like gives them their worth. It seems like. So, you know, if there's somebody who can't get as many girls They're like, oh, well, you know, I can't go out and pick up any girl I want. So I must be blah, 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 blah. And then that's like getting them down about themselves when like the amount of women should not matter so much to men. Like I know it does because it gives all this off this like player persona like, you know, who cares about this one girl that's upset? I have like 10 more waiting Cool. Like, I don't know really what that is like doing to you or like for you besides boosting your ego up. But again, kind of like I started in the very beginning that you might be in a point of time in your life where that's exciting, you know, having multiple men, women, whatever, and getting whoever you want. And the idea of like, you know, dating around and dating multiple people. But deep down, people do want that, like, special someone. I I do believe that. And everyone might not. And I think it's it does correlate with the point you are at in your life. Like, if you're at a different stage, then you might be, you know, going through the player motions. But I do think everyone gets to a point, whatever timeline that falls on, where they – Would rather like have one person to really share experiences and things with in life than, you know, just having a new person every night going on a date or doing whatever. So, yeah, those things I think go along with that like toxic masculine vibe is how much like emphasis they place on women's appearance to make them look better. And then – how they use how many women they can get to make them look more successful or boost their ego. I think those two things go very hand in hand with that. Um, Another thing that I think kind of goes with the toxic masculinity is how – And I'm sure you've probably seen, like, memes and things on Twitter, which I love Twitter. It's, like, a crazy mess of (laughs) just everything mixed together. But, you know, guys intentionally putting women down to, like, keep them humble, in quotes. Um, And honestly... (laughs) Not a lot of guys I feel like do this, thankfully, but some definitely do. I think it is that those like toxic guys that do things like this because they want to put women down in order to make them more insecure in order to keep them around. Again, I don't see this very often, but it's definitely something that toxic people, not just men people, um, but you do see it a lot with men in this instance that I'm talking about. So, you know, they just put down their woman and they use it as a manipulation type of thing. They want them to feel more insecure in order to keep them around in order to get them to do what they want. And honestly, I am very guilty of doing this to men in the past is, you know, I personally think that men aren't humbled enough usually. So I took it upon myself to be the man humbler. If I was a superhero, I would be called the man humbler because basically every single girl that I've ever known they have plenty of, you know, cojones to stick up to their friends if they're they feel like they're being wronged. But they have absolutely zero when it comes to sticking up to a guy, especially a guy they're dating in a relationship with, things like that. Like they don't know how to stand up to themselves or stand up for themselves. I'm sorry. And it it's just hard for them. Whereas like after two that I got cheated on, I was just kind of like, and I didn't hate men. I mean, I was angry at what happened to me, but I didn't hate men, but I feel like something happened within me. And like I said, I became the man humbler. And like every time a guy did something that I like, didn't like, I would a hundred percent tell them how I felt about it. I, you know, have always been a kind of take it or leave it type of girl. So like if a guy doesn't like the way I dress, that's fine. You don't have to date me. If a guy like doesn't like the way I do my hair, that's fine. Like you don't have to date me. If a guy, you know, has something to say about how I look that day, that's your opinion, honey. I'm going to wear my leggings and my sweatshirt to go to a movie. Sorry, not sorry. Like so Men, and there was this meme that like described it kind of perfectly. It's like women look in the mirror and pick out all the things that they hate about what they're seeing and men look in the mirror and they admire all the things that they're seeing. They're like, wow, I look fantastic today. Where meanwhile, I mean, I'm somebody who works with women all day, every day, not every day, but basically I sell wedding gowns for crying out loud and I see women pick themselves apart in the dress that is supposed to be, you know, the dress of all dresses in their eyes. So it's just sad to see men act this way and like put down women when women are already putting themselves down way more than men do. And now she's hearing it from somebody that she wants to be with. And values their opinion and so that's why I say it's more of like a manipulation thing because if a guy is putting down the girl he's with she's gonna get to feel some type of way most of the time and he can now you know manipulate her in whatever way he wants to by doing this I think too it helps Quote, keep the woman around because she's constantly seeking validation now from this guy who's putting her down. And, you know, if anything, she should be trying to get away from someone who treats her like that. So, that is something I wanted to touch on. And again, I'm going to get to this last, like, little point I have in the like four minutes I have left (laughs) before the thing cuts me off for the next segment. But anyway, The last thing is like also something you see I feel like I see when it comes to toxic masculinity is like trying to be so manly that like it's not manly at all. Like it's not genuine. Like it's trying too hard. It's being a jerk to try to come off as this like hard masculine man and it's actually doing the opposite. Like no woman – wants to be with this guy who is acting like a total tool bag just so he can come off as like this manly man doing these manly things. Like a lot of times it just causes way more issues than anything because you're not being yourself. Like at the end of the day, you just need to be – who you are. Like, you need to own it. Even men, like I just said about women, like, I think it's better to just be genuine and own who you are and what you look like. Don't get me wrong. You can do your skincare routine. You can take care of yourself. Like, that's basic human hygiene, people. That's not like vanity. But, you know, trying so hard to be this like manly man, like, by doing these manly things. Doesn't usually work out. And instead, like, you just come off as this, like, jerk, like I said, who's, like, overcompensating. And usually, you know, by having to try to be so masculine and manly, you're doing these, like, crazy things that are, like, so extreme that no manly man actually does. So it just ends up not working how you would think it would work. I could go on more with that one too, but I've already gone on like a lot of tangents in this little part here, but I hope what I'm saying makes sense. This is kind of like, I guess the most like controversial topic I've done so far, I think. Um, And like I said, I just want everyone to know that it's not, you know, something that again, all men do. And like I mentioned in the little disclaimer part, females can definitely have their own toxic behavior too. It goes both ways. But I think like some of the things I pointed on in this is valuable to men to realize, even if you're not a toxic like male at all, like that these things still happen and they're still going on and that, these behaviors don't look good to women. Like, again, I'm kind of like a weird woman in some ways, but it's still not going to work the way you want it to. Even to like a really submissive woman, there are limits that they have. And, you know, people, even people stuck in bad situations can walk away from those. And a lot of them do learn to, which is great even if it takes a little bit longer than they'd hoped, but it does happen. So yeah, I think that's, that's where I want to wrap this up. My timer is also running out. So (laughs) let's move on to your experiences with this and what you think. I didn't get too, too much feedback, so it'll be a quick one. So yeah, this segment's actually going to be really quick because the only thing that was really mentioned that wanted to be discussed was toxic femininity. And they said it's not popular and toxic masculinity is 100% prevalent. Just rounded out. Yeah, I could do, you know, a whole episode on just toxic femininity as well. Um because there's definitely women out there who hate men or act like they hate men. And just like I mentioned in the last segment, there are men who seem like they hate women. So there's definitely both types of people in this world. And, you know, it, it's definitely a real thing. It's just a little bit different. Um, in some of the ways that I like expressed how I felt about the toxic masculinity in this episode, at least like, like I said, there's not really a community of women who have these like pills and they talk about, you know, what, what they, or even any type of category doesn't doesn't have to be a pill, but there's no really thing that's similar to that in the women community. Like, I mean, there is feminists and they kind of are the extreme, like the men I was talking about, the ones that like kind of hate women, they are, can be, you know, those type of like man hating women. But as far as like when it comes to dating, I feel like women are usually more like open and accepting to discussing different situations. And, you know, they want to talk it out, whereas men, you know, they're, they're trying to follow a a plan to get the women that they want. And like I said, most of the time, it's, you know, they're following a plan to trying to get as many women as they can, or the quote, prettiest women that they can. And I don't think it's wrong to find somebody you're attracted to. But I just think sometimes in the men dating world, a lot of the superficial stuff clouds, you know, the emotional part, which is really why you get in a relationship with anybody. Like you don't pick your friends just by like, Hey, I have hot friends. I don't know what they're like as a person, but you know, they're hot. So they look good when we all hang out. No. So why would you do that with the person that you're dating or you are in a relationship with? The emotional part is what, you know, creates this like such strong bond and makes it a actual relationship. So Again, there's definitely both ends of the spectrum. There's toxic females and toxic males, 100%. But I do still think they're still a little bit different, at least in the ways that I just described here. So, yeah, that was really like the only question thing that, you know, someone wanted to add in. So I hope I covered that enough for that point. But then again, I asked. Do you believe toxic masculinity is a real thing? Because I was curious. I was curious to see how other people felt about it. And again, I feel like a lot of my, at least followers on like Instagram for the podcast and things like that are males. I look at my analytics and it's actually like 50% females listen and 47% of guys listen. Or yeah. Yeah. And then there's some other, I was like, that doesn't equal hundred, but that is the actual statistics. I can't pull it up right now, (laughs) but the other three, I don't know if they're just like unclassified listeners. Um, but I know for sure that it's 50% guys and 47% or 50% females, 47% guys that listen. So when I asked this question, I was like, hmm, are some of the guys going to be like, no, it's not a real thing. But 100% of you guys said yes. And 20% of you guys, I mean, 20 of you guys actually voted. So every single one of you, 20 people who participated said yes. So that at least makes me feel a little bit better that like how I feel about this topic isn't just me. And it's nice to know that guys also to realize that this is a real thing. Um, And that, you know, I, I mean, again, no one really told me how much of an issue they thought it was. But I am curious to see the response to this episode, because like I said, I think it's one of the most controversial ones that I've done so far. But... I think it needed to be said and I think someone needed to say it and I guess that someone's me and I don't mind saying it and I hope you know it kind of opens some guys eyes that might be heading down that path might be already on that path might be like thinking like hey maybe this is the way to live um it's at the end of the day being true to you is what people are going to like. And it's what the person you want to have in your life is going to like. Like you don't want to pretend to be something just to get girls to like you or people to like you because it's not really you. You have to keep up this persona. You have to keep up this act. And regardless of what anyone says, I can pretty confidently say that when you are having to project something or act a certain way to get people to like you. And when it works, it's not as rewarding or fulfilling as when someone likes you for who you genuinely are. Now that's not to say, like, I always feel like I mentioned that you don't have to work on anything as a person. I think everybody has things that they need to work on as individuals to be better and to do better. So nobody's perfect, but Sticking to who you are and your true self is going to give you the person you want in life and the people you want in your life. Like I was talking about earlier, you're not picking your friends just for how they look. You're picking them for the people that they are. And it's that emotional, it's that, you know, who they are deep inside that keeps that relationship together. Uh-huh. And Toto is getting feisty over there. I don't know if you could hear it. He's mad at a squirrel outside. But anyway, that's my cute, I guess, get off my soapbox because you know I get on there sometimes. But let's round this out really quickly and get you guys on your way to Thursday, Thursday party. Yeah, so I feel like I hit on a lot of things again. Um, Like I said, I like to hear everyone's point of view and aspect from things like this and really any topic of discussion. So shoot me a DM on the podcast Instagram. Let me know what you thought about this episode. Let me know if you have any, you know, topics or things you want to hear specifically. You know, I'm always down to answer some questions and put my two cents in on whatever topic you guys want and yeah, like I'd be open to if you have your own like dating situation that you would like some advice on or things like that, you know, send anything my way because I love hearing from you guys. So that's really all I have. Again, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it's a little bit different than some of the other ones, but I do feel like I needed to put my girl, my girl, a spice on some of these things that I've been seeing lately. So again, reach out, tell me what's up and I hope you guys have a fantastic thirsty Thursday and weekend ahead and I'll see you guys in two weeks.